The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Know the Score. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and we're here to talk about the Phoenix race from NASCAR this week. So we're here with our weekly NASCAR review that you can find on CSPN.us. You can also check out the visual of this on YouTube.com. Just go over to the CSPN media page, become a subscriber. And yes, we have visuals to go along with this audio version of this podcast. And you can also check us out through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Just do a search for CSPN Media or KTS Pod. So we're coming into this week's race in Phoenix with storylines being for the first time this season. We're using the new short track package. Changes to the spoiler and the diffuser created 30 less downforce than they had last year at the short tracks, trying to make the cars harder to drive, meaning less time on the throttle, and the guys can maybe get closer together and create more passing. On another note, NASCAR, they confiscated the louvers of the Hendrick and Collett cars after practice. So they suspect that there have been some alterations to parts that should not be altered. And we've come to understand that with this new car, that that is definitely a no-no because last year, uh, RFK Racing, they got hammered with a large penalty for uh, doing adjustments to the wheels. So it will be a massive blow to Hendrick Motorsports and Colic Racing uh, once NASCAR decides whatever the penalties will be uh, for those particular infractions that they find on those louvers. Um, Kyle Larson, for good news for Hendrick Motorsports, is on the pole this week in Phoenix. So we take the green flag with Kyle Larson on the pole, but William Byron takes the lead in those opening laps. And again, no cautions, very little passing once we got through the initial start of the race and William Byron cruises to an easy stage one win. So your top 10 in the first stage, William Byron, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, and Kyle Busch. Uh, for the third, fourth week in a row, uh, nothing really interesting in the first stage as far as cautions and accidents or wrecks or anything like that. Just guys trying to get to fill their cars. Uh, cars getting spread out, especially at Phoenix. That's usually the style of race that we get. Somebody hits it just right. They usually kind of pull away from the field and we wait for accidents or some uh, changes through pit stops to, to maybe see some passing uh, to shake up the, uh, the, the running order. 
as we start stage two, that's exactly what happens as Kyle Larson wins the race off pit road during the stage break caution and takes the lead on the restart. Denny Hamlin, he starts the green flag pit stops in stage two, and Kyle Larson maintains the lead after those green flag pit stops. Kyle Busch had to serve a penalty for speeding and an uncontrolled tire during the pit stops. The first caution for accident comes at lap 139 when Eric Amarola hit the wall on the front stretch after breaking a wheel. A uh, very curious uh, accident there, malfunction uh, for Eric Amarola. Uh, the actual wheel came apart and uh, half of it was on the track and there, or three quarters of it was on the track and there's about a quarter still left on the car once they pulled into pit road. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what the fallout is from that once they get a chance to look at that in the R&D center. From both the team and NASCAR, I'm pretty sure there will be a, uh, a greater explanation upon what happened upon that last week. Uh, Kyle Larson, he wins the race off of pit road uh, after that uh, caution flag and the pit stops that followed, and he wins stage two. So Hendrick Motorsports once again this week flexing their muscle, William Byron, Kyle Larson dominating just like they did last week out in Vegas. So we get to the stage two top 10 where we have Kyle Larson as your winner, William Byron second. Old man, Kevin Harvick, the old master, creeping in. He's at third. Kaslowski's in fourth. Reddick is in fifth. Hamlin in sixth. Bell in seventh. Blaney in eighth. Chastain in ninth. And Chase Briscoe in tenth. So stage three starts and Kyle Larson leads off the restart but gets past by Kevin Harvick on lap 269 for the lead. A caution flag waves with eight laps to go when Harrison Burton spins and shreds tire. Six drivers take two tires on the pit stop, but Kevin Harvick isn't one of them, so he loses the lead and he restarts back in eighth. We get another caution on the green-white checker when Ty Gibbs gets into the wall as well as Noah Gregson and A.J. Allmendinger coming together in the same corner, two separate accidents, but one caution there. So we have another restart, and then that restart, William Byron passes Kyle Larson on the outside with the help of Tyler Reddick to take the lead, and he holds off Ryan Blaney for his second straight win. So Willie B starting off fast this year, back-to-back victories. Um making and staking a claim to uh, maybe Hendrick Motorsports having two dominant drivers this year. Uh, we really haven't seen Chase Elliott yet due to his broken leg so early in the season, and he really didn't have that great a performance when he kind of was in there uh, as far as running top three, top five. So we'll get a real chance to see what they can do as far as William Byron goes in that 24 car. He seems to have a lot of confidence He's uh, openly, openly talk about how Jeff Gordon has has been helping him as far as his racecraft and just building his confidence. And, uh, yeah, you can really start to see it start to show. He's, uh, he's starting to kind of put things together, maturing as a race car driver, especially when it comes to these big moments and these big restarts and, and figuring out how to get wins and not just finish in the top three or the top five. Uh, once he has a car capable of winning. So William Byron, once again, 
sees the confetti fall upon him and his team. He gets to take the trophy home. The rest of the top 10 looks like this. Ryan Blaney in second, Tyler Reddick in third, Kyle Larson in fourth, Kevin Harvick in fifth, Christopher Bell sixth, uh, Chase Briscoe in seventh, Kyle Busch in eighth, Alex Bowman in ninth, and Josh Berry brings it home in the top 10. So very good finish for Josh Berry, just consistent run. Doing what he needs to do, staying out of trouble, making the laps, definitely um, experience in the car makes a difference. Experience with the team, experience with the um, just the overall feel of what he needs to do to get to get that car to his liking where he can drive it successfully. So kudos to Josh Berry getting that number nine car into the top 10. Also like to give a. Big shout out to Kyle Busch. He definitely came back from a rough day. He got behind in that second stage pit stop where he had to serve two penalties. So for him to come back and drive his way into the top 10 through those restarts, definitely a good look for him. Chase Briscoe, strong run. Um, The Fords traditionally do well at Phoenix. Uh, So it was a good run for Chase Briscoe. He's uh, needing a top 10 type day. And he got it. Uh, Christopher Bell, consistent as always. Um, Not really a a threat to win, but definitely uh, threatening in the top three, top five uh, most of the day. Kevin Harvick, he was the the sentimental favorite and a hard luck loser because he had him covered. Uh, He was building a four second lead, uh, pulling away when the caution flag comes out and Uh, Not gambling with the two tires or not uh, moving with the pack with the two tires, having the four tires. He just got too far back and got boxed in on some on their two restarts and just couldn't make it work to get towards the front. Uh, Kyle Larson uh, dominated the second stage going into the third stage. And it looked like it was going to be kind of his day until Kevin Harvey actually ran him down and passed him. Uh, Kyle Larson just didn't have the long run car that Kevin Harvick did. Tyler Reddick with his first top five of the season, uh, his first real good run of the year. I think uh, he finally uh, had some success here in, in the in the way that the Toyotas uh, were running at this track. Toyotas definitely had a, a consistent day. They weren't the fastest uh, team on the track all day, but they had cars that were definitely in the top five, top 10 and holding their own there. So he gets a chance to uh, finish the race, had a chance possibly to maybe get a win on the restart, but uh, he had nowhere to go. So he got boxed in on the outside, gave William Byron the bump to get past Kyle Larson on the outside, and uh, he finished in uh, third place. So good run for Tyler Reddick. And Ryan Blaney, a guy who's traditionally very good, at Phoenix, uh, his teammate as well, Joey Logano, who was not very good in this race, but uh, Blaney, he uh, managed through the restarts and the pitch strategy of the two tires to get himself uh, up into contention. Uh, when they went into the dog leg, it looked like maybe he might have a chance to kind of pull something off, but uh, William Byron, with the help of Tyler Reddick, like I said, on the outside was just too strong. And Ryan Blaney finished second, so that's a very respectable race and finish for him. Uh, so I know that he's not happy with the 
coming up short for the win, but uh, thinking big picture and long term as far as if you have a chance to win the championship. I think he'll like what his team did and how they fought and uh, got that car up uh, into the, you know, runner-up spot. There will be a lot of fallout from the confiscation of the louvers. So the things that William Byron and Kyle Larson have done in the first four races, five races, will be... Uh, docked heavily here soon when the penalties are announced. NASCAR uh, is probably going to come down heavy as far as team points, driver points, playoff points, money as well. And that's going to set back these drivers uh, greatly, especially William Byron with the wins and the playoff points, the stage wins uh, that he's got. And uh, it's uh, going to decrease a lot of the advantage on the scoreboard that they've had over the competition to start the season. Uh, So we will see how they bounce back. Another little side note uh, to end the race and to kind of end the show on was Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. Again, they get together like magnets. They just can't help it. If they find a way, no matter if they're if they're near each other, they're going to get into each other. And uh, there is a video there of Denny Hamlin just trying to slam into him and wreck him, and and uh, Ross Chastain holding his holding his own, not allowing it to happen. But they both uh, dropped out of having. Uh, top 10 finishes into the 20s. Uh, Denny Hamlin went upon his podcast and basically said, hey, I was getting trained by the cars around me. I could see that if I didn't do something or, uh, you know, I wasn't going to be able to get the finish that I wanted, realized who was on my outside and said, you know what? If it was anybody else, I'd probably uh, do what I could to race him a little bit cleaner. But since it isn't and it's Ross, then I'm going to use him up and we're going to have a bad day together. And uh, that's exactly what happened. And uh, they seem to have a conversation. And then he said that they basically, you know, understood that, hey, they need to race each other with a little bit more respect. And they're going to call it a truce and wipe slate clean. And from Atlanta going forward, they hope to have a new found etiquette when it comes to how they get uh, raced when they get around each other. So we will see what happens going forward, because now with Denny's admission, NASCAR is probably going to have to take notice and bring something down upon him uh, because in words now he's admitted to trying to wreck uh, somebody out on the racetrack whereas Bubba Wallace last year with words, actions uh, (laughs) that were definitely detrimental um, 
you know, got suspended for uh, the race that he did and fined and so forth. So maybe not a suspension due to actual, you know, the Ross Chastain being such a good driver that even when he's trying to get wrecked, he was able to hold his own. Maybe that will be Denny saving grace and it'll just maybe be points and some money. So. Uh, we'll see what NASCAR has to do. They're going to have a busy week uh, when it comes to laying down these fines and levying this money and these sanctions. So next week's storylines definitely will be a lot juicier than this week's storylines. And hopefully the race will be a little bit better. Phoenix is uh, not really the most uh, exciting race at times if you don't have a lot of cautions to generate a lot of restarts. Restarts are the most exciting part of that race unless you can get somebody like Harvick who can run a different line and and run guys down if you get long green flag runs like we did in stage three to help him get that lead and almost a win so until next week when we talk to you about the race from the atlanta motor speedway uh you're gonna have to guys who are usually good at the plate races the drafters denny hamlin logano keselowski bubba wallace uh brian blaney uh, Stenhouse, those guys who usually make those cars do what it do on those big restricted plate tracks should be the ones that are up front here. If we get the similar pack style racing, people are thinking that maybe through a winter and some aging that the cars may be separated a little bit more. We may get a more traditional mile and a half. Uh, style race, but uh, it will be interesting to see how things look once they get out upon the track this weekend. So until next week, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and now you know the score.